Hey there, dear readers, this is Editor Hess up front to solve a bit of confusion we had during this episode regarding the development of Blanca as a character in concept prior to his appearance in Street Fighter II. During my research, I had run into information that he had been evolved out of a big bad ganger from Final Fight named Damned, aka Thrasher, but looking into it further, it appears most likely Gavin's full research was accurate, that he replaced the extremely offensive original concept art you can dig up online that was quote-unquote an African savage named Anna Bebe, which... No one would be able to argue is a straight-down-the-middle African slave stereotype seemingly dragged in from the colonial era. You can see how, thankfully, somebody at Capcom jumped in in front of this character concept and knocked it down, and instead we have a character that has none of that coding, but rather an Asian or white character transformed by the jungle into the topic of this episode, Blanca. Blanca, as portrayed in games and media, is actually a fascinating portrayal of the question of what it is to be wild, to be a person lost from society and take on the characteristics of animalistic survival in the wilderness. While fighting games, much like professional wrestling around the globe, play in waters of stereotype, it's now easier than ever to see the effect that playable character portrayals can have on the experience of the children that make these games parts of their lives, and that representation does matter. So to be clear, we at Oops All Monsters want to say two things. One, the concept art that was scrubbed for what became Blanca was super racist, and two, racism is bad. Okay, thank you, and on with the show. Some kid, I think he had like different color eyes. I did have a friend who had um, a a synchronous uh, eye color. Yeah, one blue, one brown. When we were, when I was little. Yeah, well, he could do Ninja Gaiden. I remember being at his house. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, the the kid I remember with um. He lived in like symmetrical eyes. He lived maybe in South Park somewhere. I, yeah, then that's the kid I'm thinking of. Yeah. Weird. Huh. He we were we He was good at Ninja Gaiden? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, we were all together before Halloween. Um he mm-hmm. he had an a uh, costume. He was gonna be a dead trucker, and I remember his costume like smelled bad because he was gonna be dead. <laughs> and like um like that was the gimmick to it. <laughs> yeah. And he, we were playing Bayou Billy and Ninja Gaiden. Wow, and, I really forgot about Bayou Billy. Yeah, and that kid could do all of Ninja Gaiden, and it was just so impressive. Yeah, um, we'll call him David for simplicity's sake. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember he, uh, um, I played a lot of Atari over at his house, but I actually didn't remember playing that much Nintendo. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Atari over in that house. <laughs> I actually walked right by. I actually walked right by there today. I took a, a walk through that neighborhood because <laughs> it was a winter wonderland. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I'll be, um... Oh, yeah, that's they're... a nice segue. I, I can say that I will be guesting on, um, friends of the show, Pis- yeah, Pixel Lit. I don't know what their, um... I don't know what their know what leash their is. <laughs> I don't know what their whole fucking thing is. No, their <laughs> thing is they do, if you have not um, listened to our Monster Mash episode before, the Phil and Kevin, the friends of the show over at Pixel It, they read video game-based books. You know, so uh, Dead Space and and uh, Master Chief and Halo and every damn thing. And um, they've asked me to come over there and do their Ninja Gaiden episode. And so I'm reading a very, mm, I'll call it Japanesey book. Yeah. <laughs> Japan, Japanese-ish. Somebody really cared about Japan when they were thinking about this book. Um, very nin, nin, ninjic, ninjisk. It's very Gaiden. I think isn't Gaiden a word that means something like ninja? Like doesn't Ninja it's Gaiden like, translate into Ninja Ninja? It's like Le, the La Brea Tar Pits, which translates to the the Tar Tar Pit Pits, <laughs> yeah. basically. Um, I, do, I do not know. I am not going to pretend that I ever know anything <laughs> about Japan, even though Japan is great. Even though we have, like, no listeners there at all. Um, oh, uh, no, what's it, up? Just, it means story. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like message or letter. Yeah. I was I was not going to correct you and also be wrong, but yeah. since you, you've corrected yourself, yeah, I will um I will step up to it. Okay, yeah. I um, wonder what I'm thinking of though. There's some word that means ninja that's not. I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. I should just get a, a kanji tattoo that just says like ninja ninja exclamation point. Oh, I was thinking of really shinobi. Good. Never mind. Yeah, shinobi. Yeah, shinobi is also something like ninja. Yeah. Or, I got, or it's like, I don't know, a subclass of being an idol. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck knows? Finally, you've all found the podcast where the two white dudes, white dudes talk ignorantly about ninjas. <laughs> it took you this it took you this long. I to was get thinking there, of but, Shinobi. <laughs> ding! Winner winner chicken dinner. No, I actually am much more of a Shinobi expert because Shinobi was up on Sega. Yeah. Um there was a guy at the movie theater, there was a regular customer when I was working at um, the movie theater at the mall before it, it turned into a, a nightmare that we called Obi-Wan, we called Obi-Wan Shinobi, who was this um, little balding guy with a ponytail, and he would just come in and play the Shinobi game for like three hours, and he would fucking, and he, and he would fucking beat it, <laughs> like yeah. this guy, and I know my Shinobi, okay? Yeah. Like, I know exactly what's up, and this yeah, guy, just yeah. he fucking wrecked this, t- um, he stand-up uh, Shinobi Machine's fucking house. Like, he was a machine, and, um, yeah, I don't know why he spent so much time doing that. He, like, never played anything else. He would just go to a movie or not, and then yeah. walk over to the Shinobi Machine and play it for, like, two hours and fucking beat That's it. Awesome. And Shinobi's hard. Yeah, I think Shinobi's impossible. <laughs> it's pretty damn difficult. So is Ninja I don't Gaiden. Think I, the, the lesson is it's hard to be a ninja. <laughs> yeah, ninja ain't easy. Uh, so let's let's um let's make this uh, rip and roaring show. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of Japanese stuff in the show. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> 
I and I my swords are all in the shop. Okay, so <laughs> welcome to Oops All Monsters, the deadly unserious show about creatures, cryptids, and curiosities curated by two weirdos from wild and wonderful West Virginia. That I don't know why I'm doing that like a question. The that weirdo with me when he's not swimming up the urethras of every tourist in the Amazon rainforest <laughs> is Gavin. All right. Well, since you opened the vulgarity gate, this weirdo with me who can tell Bette Midler to fuck right off is S. God damn it! <laughs> I I'm missing. So the the gov our governor, our idiot fuck governor. Is, um, did something about showing his dog's butt against Bette Midler. What did Bette Midler do? Did Bette she Midler, just say... Well, oh, she trashed his heart on Twitter, which is like a cesspool. I of... had absolutely no idea Bette Midler was on social media at all. Oh, as yeah. As far as... And well, she, was, was she, she said, going at him particularly, or what? No, she was going at West Virginians and hard. She called us poor, strung out, and like ugly, and all kinds of shit. She... Yeah, she claimed not just Joe Manchin, but all of West Virginia is a poor, strung out, like drug addled mess, and he wants the rest of the country to be that way. Huh. Um, so, in oh, a man. real brand of Jim Justice, he showed his dog's <laughs> ass like a goddamn oh, buffoon. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know I was a poor, illiterate rube. Somebody should yeah. have told me. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, wow. Whoops. I spent all of this time reading ninja books, and it got me nothing. <laughs> what am I going to do with all these ninja books now that I know that I can't read? Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair to um, out-of-touch, rich actresses, I, I have done a lot of drugs. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you either are, you either is, or you ain't strung out, Billy. Yeah. And you isn't. Yeah, I'm, so, not, I'm not that strung out. I'm not that bad. I only, um, by the way I look. Uh, all right. <sighs> well, now that That's as political I, as I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm not that strung out. I was not planning on having a hot take about Bette Midler. Usually yeah. she's in my top ten witches, but now she's she's tumbled all the way down the list yeah. to one of those puppets from Ernest Saves Hallow Halloween or uh, Ernest Scares Stupid or something. <laughs> she's a, a a three nostril booger monster, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. No matter how many no matter how many mermaids she saves from, um. I don't know, uh, alcoholic uh, stepfathers. I can't remember what happens in beaches. I can, can anybody be bothered? No. Oh, don't beaches? Worry about it. I, just, yeah. I don't know. There's a pile of movies that have Cher and Ben Midler in them, and the lesson is stop uh, stop letting other people hit women. And yeah. I, it's, it was so long ago, they all, they're just one smoothie of that idea. And I yeah. can't, I can't um, penetrate which one is which anymore. We are here to. Oh yeah, what's the podcast about? <laughs> we're here to, as we always are, delight and edify. This was going to be long, apparently. Delight and edify you with tales of mysterious monsters from mythology, film, literature, TV, as well as gaming from the console and the tabletop. 
and beyond. On a rotating basis, each of us brings a monster into the shop, unknown to the other presenter, and discusses their origins and implications for the benefit of you, dear reader. I'm I'm sl- slopping my words around like Roseanne Barr with a with a with a Twitter account. Yeah, right. And um, <laughs> I've had like one drink. I don't know what it is. My mouth has just gone on vacation. It's like, sometimes whenever you take that one drink. Uh, the the all the stuff that you've done throughout the day will align that it, it is powerful as five. Right. Well, it's happened that I haven't really had dinner. I just had like a bubble tea because I'm a yeah. fancy, I'm a fancy um, uh, illiterate rube who yeah. likes my tarot bubble tea um, extra bubbly and. Uh, you know, I just have like nothing in my stomach because I was going to wait to eat till my partner gets home like a good, like a good human. But, um, here we are. So on the episodes that are not mine, I bring in a vocabulary. And what vocabulary did I bring in for our hit, uh, segment? Vocabulary. I have brought in, um... Velicor. Velicor. Oh. V-E-L-L-I-C-H-O-R. Velicor. Yes. The strange wistfulness... Sorry. The strange wistfulness of used bookshops. Um, which uh, I am a fan of, but man, they don't get much anymore because we used to be a place that had used bookshops. Yeah. And we are not... Thanks to, uh, I, I think that's uh, Jim Justice's fault. I can't remember whose fault. <laughs> I think it's just, um, just like digital's fault. No, that was a joke that obviously it is somebody's. It's obviously. Well, I know. Jeff, I, know. Jeff, it, I was doing a, a reach around Jeff. Bezos. I know that you were doing a reach around. I was trying Jarf to. Baza's joke. Okay. I was trying to set up a joke that wasn't going anywhere. I had it where I was going to say. I don't know, digital dog butts or something. Yeah. I've, it was, I've lost it now. It's, it's Dean Kane's <laughs> fault. It it's Dean Kane's Dean, fault. It's Dean Kane. How dare he be Superman? So I definitely feel Velicor, the strange wistfulness of used bookshops. Yeah. Uh, when, when I am in them, um, sadly nowadays, I'm more likely to go to a big fancy city bookshop which will be semi-used semi-not but yeah i gotta i gotta try to um go to a a used bookshop again they're 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 not they're so hard to find now i know i miss i I miss Stillwells across from uh one two three yeah that that all of that shit started to go out of business in like 2009 Well, yeah, before before that, I mean, we used to support like four or five used bookshops in Morgantown, at least three or four, back yeah. when I was a, a kid, a kid, a bob. Um, oh, well. All right. So oh, this well. has been the most depressing episode ever of Villainous Vocabulary. Anyway, let's do the show. What the fuck is this episode about? You want to know? I really do. Um. Okay. Imagine... That it's 1991. Okay. And you are an anthropologist investigating rumors of a new type of human found in Brazil. And the best way to get a close look at this specimen is to enter yourself into a bare-knuckle boxing circuit. (laughs) 
I knew you would get it. (laughs) (laughs) This is on my, this was going to be, this might have been mine for next week. Oh, no shit. Okay, well, as you enter the ring to this street fight, Uh um, you see your opponent and specimen, the seven-foot-tall, fur-laden man-beast, has long orange sideburns and huge green skin, wraps bulbs of muscle. His chest hair blazes across his torso with tousled mop abandonment, Uh as does his main head of uh, hair. Um... You notice broken shackles on both his feet and wrists as he screams three times and emits bright electricity from his entire outline. Mm -hmm. You are face to face with the street fighter, Blanca. Yes, I am Blanca. Seriously. Did I really take next week's monster? (laughs) Well, no, not quite. It was going to be one of the next two or three that I do. Um, (laughs) Because... And actually, one of the reasons I didn't do it is yeah. because the, Blanca appears in so many separate properties that there's yeah. all sorts of fucking shit. Like, I mean, for us here in America, he doesn't. But if you once you op- like crap yeah. op- crack up, o- yeah, once you crack open a can of the Street Fighter TV show that nobody in the yeah. U.S. has ever seen, and uh, like pull that lore out of it. You're like, God damn it, there's actually a lot about Blanca. Yes, so, there um, is. yeah, I, I I was it's a it's one where I thought, oh, it's gonna be really easy. And then I, I started research on it and I went, huh. Hey, yeah. Not not really. I mean it's not a super hard one because it's it's a game. Ga- a game can really only have so much I mean it's fucking Street Fighter, it's not um yeah. uh it's not the Sims, but it, it it's like Although it's a superficial game that's not about character development, because it's such yeah. a such it's a because it's such a popular p- property, he's been in a lot of different things. So yeah, um, yeah let's fucking talk about let's talk about fucking Blanca because I right. have a lot I'll, to say. All right, good. I'll give a good, nice rundown. Um, the original character was designed for Street Fighter 89, which became Final Fight. Um, the character at that point was Abadia, the African man raised by lions. Um, yeah. Changed it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the time he got to Street Fighter, uh, they just made him a green monster instead of a giant African man who was raised by lions. <laughs> yeah, I will say that the um, the sprite for the final fight character what's the final fight character's name is because oh, he wasn't uh, Blanca in final fight he's like based off of a different sprite but um the point is it's not a, it's not exactly a great look in the company yeah. that does final fight um you know final I would say that there's kind of a turning point. How do I want to describe it? There's kind of a turning point in um, uh, stock and punch video games around this time where the developers, you know, the primarily Japanese developers get a little bit better at reading American, a.k.a. like not super racist sensitivities to who can be depicted in what fashion. Right. Yeah. And so the 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 guy, the, the pre-Blanca guy from Final Fight is just a little bit like, 
eh, I don't know. I don't know if I love. I don't know if I love that sprite. You know, I yeah. it, it it gives it rubs <laughs> off in that way. Um, in this movie that you know, in in this game, it reminds me a little bit of like Narc. Uh, you yeah. know, it's completely different because it's Cell versus a really a really rudimentary version of like VidCap. But like, yeah. but Narc has kind of a there's something about like. This guy does drugs, so you can blow him up with a fucking machine gun, and it's yeah, totally yeah, cool. Yeah. And no, I, a- and also, I uh, Narc went out of its way to make every bad guy white. Yes, I think that yeah. n- because Narc was so aggressively fucking psychopathically murderous, that yeah. if anybody in the whole damn movie had not been white... That somebody would have gotten a, 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 a fucking firebomb through their, their office. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. because uh, for anybody who has, doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a mid yeah, to late 80s, um, side scrolling awesome shoot em up game. game called the, you know, quarter sucking machine called Narc, where you play yeah. one of two faceless, uh, DEA dr- super agents, quote unquote <laughs> DEA agents, whose job is really simplified because in this world that they occupy, the, uh, literally everyone on the street is just a syringe flinging, um, quote yeah. unquote drug maniac, and yeah. you can fire machine guns and rocket launchers into them with abandon. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah they, and you can tell each bad guy is based on a different drug. Like, there's a crack yeah, guy. Yeah, the, the first guy is the crack guy, who's the weakest. The second guy is the heroin guy, who does a tricky thing by throwing uh, syringes. The third guy is PCP the guy. The PCP, it's huge. definitely PCP, because he, and he's throwing dumpsters at you. Which he's is throwing creepy. dumpsters, yeah. And then there's, like, an acid guy who is a clown. Yeah. And you can't throw dumpster. You don't throw. You don't throw dumpsters on barbiturates. It's it's a yeah. You can yeah. tell that the clown is the acid guy. Yeah, and like um yeah, the DEA agents have uh, a method of taking the uh, antagonists out by you can either stand still on top of them to arrest them, mm-hmm. which makes you susceptible to gunfire, mm-hmm. or. Kill them with mm. your Tech Nine Just or t- grenade launcher because one button shoots a Tech Nine and the other button shoots a grenade launcher, which kind of developed my uh, perfect character concept uh, where uh. you need a gun that shoots constantly, a gun that shoots a big thing, <laughs> and a gun that does a melee thing or like a weapon that does like a melee thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, these the Israelis have been trying to develop the the micro SMG that. Fires grenades and has a has a knife on the front of it for years. Mutant Chronicles made it. It's called the Death Lockdrum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important to be able to stab with your future M16. Also, so <laughs> before before we fall down all the way into the, uh, the way in a fanny Blanca. pack full of nacho cheese Doritos. So after Final Fighters, yeah, after Street Fighter '89 became Final Fight. Um, Blanca disappeared for a while until he came back in Street Fighter EX2 in 98. He wasn't even in EX1. Okay. Which is like the PlayStation way better graphics version of Street Fighter. Um, he was then in Alpha 3 in 90, later in 98. Um, he was then in...
He was in Alpha 3, but not in 3. Um, but he was in 4, which is a direct sequel to 2 and the prequel to 3. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's Street Fighter EX2 is the one that's like all fucky looking, right? That doesn't, it looks like, it looks like kind of somebody tried to eat Virtua Fighter and crap it back out and it didn't quite I, work. I thought it looked pretty good. Is that, or am I, am I looking at the wrong one? I, or I'm, oh, I'm seeing, mm. I'm seeing it ported onto PlayStation, I think is the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there are, there are so many, there are so many Street Fighters and their image quality is vastly different um, one to the other. Which one is Street? Yeah. What, what is Street Up? What is Street Fighter? Is Street Fighter Two just Street Fighter Two in terms of yeah. the actual nomenclature? Okay, because yeah, Street Fighter Two in all of its versions, including like Turbo, yeah, Super, I, yeah, I don't, and all of that. It's all still just Street Fighter Two. There's no damn. Yeah, is he in Street Fighter Three? Because Street Fighter Three is fucking Gonzo. Um, no. Yeah, I, I, I thought so. He's in Alpha 3. <laughs> right. Is that 3 with just extra shit layered down onto it? No, Alpha 3 came like out different... before 3. God damn it. Street Fighter 3 is so weird. Have you yeah. have you played Street Fighter 3? Because it, conta- yes. it contains <laughs> these, like, samurai showdown-y, um, you know, more within the realm of, like, the M. Bison ro- bionic robot conspiracy bullshit characters that are like, how, what yeah. are you even doing with this? Like, that are, that are on the edges of, I think it's, I think it's Samurai Showdown. And I played, man, down at the, uh, the place that's now closed downtown, they had a, they had a box of one of these that would play, it, it was like a super. It was a super fighting game where you could choose. I want to say like sixty four of these different playable characters from these different Capcom properties, and it wasn't yeah. like Marvel versus Capcom. It was like a whole goddamn different thing, and it included like this big giant wrestler dude who's yeah, from that, like Capcom versus NSN NS NSNK. Yes, Capcom versus SNK. Is yeah, a, yeah. Capcom. That game has everybody in it. The Japanese love American professional wrestling, like WWE style yeah. wrestling. Yeah, they do. Like yes. it is, <laughs> they love it as a trope for a character. Like, um, what's what's her name? The blonde chick with the with the giant butt smash that I mentioned before. Let's party! When does Blanca first appear as a green guy who bite your face? Is that Street, Street Fighter Two? Street Fighter Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I thought. And when when do you yeah. remember the first time you played Street Fighter Two? Because I do. No. Um. I remember trying to uh find Gauntlet anywhere in the in um aladdin's castle Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and hearing like uh the 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 motherfucking elephants in dulcine yeah 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 do you remember that echoing through the mall for for years and years of our childhood we would just hear during what would be like the funnest weekend that we would be having yeah it's always like haunted by the noise of dulcim's board (laughs) 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 yeah because it would it would echo through the whole mall which is weird because aladdin's (laughs) castle was literally all the way at the the bottom end of yeah it was at the (laughs) um it's a our our 
that mall, the Mountaineer Mall, it's still open for everybody out in the world. If you have a, if anybody has a hashtag yeah. dead mall fetish, it's actually like pretty searchable online. You can YouTube it, you can Instagram it. Yeah. It's a pretty cool dead mall. But at one time it had, um, at least two 80s arcades in it. It had Aladdin's Castle and, uh, Spaceport. It was Spaceport, right? That was, yeah. that was the one at like the middle of the mall. And yeah, that was like the grungier one. Uh, and I actually don't remember, I don't remember playing that at the mall. I remember when I was in sixth grade, my class did a field trip to DC to see all the monuments and shit. And basically I remember two things. I kind of remember looking at the Lincoln Memorial and I remember on the way up, we stopped at like a, like a little kid, um, arcade play zone with like black yeah. black lights and you know uh jumbo french fries and yeah they had true. a little they had a little arcade that was like the serious arcade inside of the larger like fun zone and i was yeah. like i don't care about anything else because i've just discovered mortal kombat and street fighter 2 and I spent yeah. the entire time and every quarter I could scrounge going like, what is this? That guy just ripped that guy's spine out. This is the best yeah. thing ever. Like, it was a total revolution for my mind. Uh, and I played yeah. Guile for the first time. And I played, um, yeah. uh, da, 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 da. um you know, I think I probably only played as maybe like Guile and Ken. And I also played Mortal Kombat. More, but Mortal Kombat was a little bit more like elusive and strange well, yeah you were a street fighter person because this people our age will get this there was a uh something of a division before mortal kombat 2 came out mm -hmm. um that there was mortal kombat and street fighter 2 and you were you either liked mm -hmm. one or the other because you could like them both yeah, you could play them but both you but you only definitely had an one. opinion yeah yeah you weren't like yeah. i i play you weren't like i either you know, I drink Pepsi or Coke, whatever happens to be in front of me. You had a fucking, yeah. like, fidelity toward one. Yeah, I was a Mortal Kombat kid. I, you were yeah, a Street I loved Street kid. Fighter because it felt <laughs> like it couldn't get any faster. Like, I was like, I, this <laughs> game happens as fast as I can go, pretty much. I mean, yeah. well, Street Fighter... I, I liked Mortal Kombat because everything was a fucking secret. <laughs> like, everything was it's, a secret. It's true, it's true. And I didn't, I didn't like that. I liked that... Street Fighter 2 <laughs> yeah. was like riffing. You were like improvising and you would disco yeah. you would discover the secrets accidentally. But as long as you like yeah. were fast and had the fundamentals, yeah. you could pretty much win regardless of how much uh you know secret knowledge you have had and I I always <laughs> I, that's just the way my brain works. Yeah, you had to figure out for Mortal Kombat um what to do e even without learning the moves. You had to figure out how to duck and block from the Yeah, and from stand the and block and leg sweep and yeah. yeah. And and then beyond that, you had to figure out what secret messages in the background fucking meant so that you could see the blood. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> yeah. Like once you figured out the blood code, then you were awesome forever until you figured out the fatality codes, and then you were awesome yeah. for even ever. Dear American children, <laughs> there are ways that you can see all of the good, nasty blood. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what does so what can we say definitively about what can we say definitively about Blanca in Street Fighter Two, where it's it's truly his first appearance Blanca. as him. 
his story is that he was on a plane uh-huh. and it got hit by lightning, giving him lightning powers, uh-huh. but not before the plane crashed. And then he had to live in the jungle uh-huh. um, for like all of his life. And that's why he's green and is because he the, ate the fucking, jungle food. The fucking chlorophyll. In the, yeah. I'm like, yeah, the chlorophyll like, I, turned him yeah, green. Dr- it, everything about that makes me mad, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, the the real reason is because they wanted a, a character that didn't look like a human. Yeah, they wanted a monster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say here because when I was preparing for this, I heard people talk about I heard some background about how the the Capcom people specifically say that he's not a monster. Or in the or yeah. in the uh, show they say he's just a weird dude. And I go, well, yeah. okay, well, one fucking shoots lightning, okay, and yeah. two, he shoots lightning. He's got monster fangs. And, yeah, he's got fangs. And three, he's got like, um, what do you call it when you have the feet that are like your hands? That's not like a normal ass fucking thing. Oh. The like the way the gorillas have hands that are like feet that are like their yeah. hands, where you can, you know. Pick up cups and take yeah. dictation with your fucking feet. He's got digitipedal. Yeah, like digitipedal. I don't think that's what somebody somebody will correct us. But the point is, yeah, somebody will know. First of all, there's not like so much plant that you can eat in the jungle where you finally turn yeah, green. Yeah. It's not like carrots. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of vegans, and ain't none of them turned a little bit green. I don't turn around and go like, "Are you sham- shamrock shake or are you Jim?" No, it's not. Oh, really? It's it's just uh, prehensile feet. Prehensile feet. Okay. And Okay, that's simple. <laughs> also, the dude motherfucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. beats his chest and howls like King Kong. Like, it, yeah. there, this dude is a, he's a metahuman of some kind. He's not a straight up yeah. ass human. And that is, does, it doesn't matter where the, where it's from. It's, he is um, not just a human. He has superpowers and he is yeah. whack ass. Otherwise, why is he only ever wearing fucking Incredible Hulk pants all the time? Human beings wear yeah. shoes. It's one of the main things about human beings. They're cold and they need shoes, even if they're in Brazil. Does he does he heal whenever you do the uh, standing still electrocution? I don't think that he. I don't think it has a vampire part okay. to it. No, I could be. Maybe okay. there's a maybe there's a version of the game where you, he does, but I've I've never. Yeah, there been might that. be. Um, yeah, well, any, in his story, um, if you win with him, uh, his mother finds him for, (laughs) because he's famous for winning the street fighter tournament and his mother finds him and his real name is Jimmy and now he can be a regular man because his mom will take him to civilization and that's all Blanca wanted was to be accepted. Yeah. He bites his (laughs) way back into humanity. Um, which I've always found to be a successful yeah. strategy. When, when people alienate and, uh, you, you were, just bite your ass way back into their good graces. I want to get this one out of the way. Um, you were talking earlier about how gonzo it got with Bison's psycho drive and everything like that. Uh-huh. Um, the movie did that too, where it was just a bunch of special forces guys fighting a bunch of guerrilla guys. Uh-huh. With, like, machine guns and shit. Where's Blanca? I don't know, General. Everything's crashing. And I want to... I, I, I thought this the whole time through all of it, and I might have, like, missed something or anything, but I couldn't get out of my head that the thing, the entire franchise is called 
Street Fighter. Uh-huh. Like you're boxing on the street. Uh-huh. And all of these motherfuckers have machine guns and bazookas and boats and jeeps, and they're having a full-scale, like, miniature conflict. Uh-huh. No. And I didn't understand how that... Go- the entire movie... I- like live action movie has not one street fight in it. <laughs> I, I well, this is an this is an area where I'm actually going to confess that I avoid the Street Fighter movie um, with a lot of people. I, I yeah. don't think I've ever actually seen the whole thing because everything yeah. about it enrages me on a yeah, on a well, visceral, on a visceral level. Absolutely. Street Fighter fans probably have not seen the Street Fighter movie. Yeah, I I um I frankly cannot I cannot make myself watch the Street Fighter movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. because <laughs> um, it Raul Julia though. No, there's Raul Julia is great. Where's Blanca? Um uh, he did a really good job. Christopher Christopher in... Lambert is uh Raiden, although other yeah. than the fact that that should be a fucking Asian guy, I will go ahead and put that there. Raiden, yeah. a Japanese god, should be an Asian dude. But if you're going to be all, like, 90s Hollywood about it, Christopher yeah. Lambert Christopher is going to be one of your best, yeah. your best non-Japanese dude. Well, he's Christopher Lambert isn't from anywhere, remember? <laughs> no. Well, he's like, he's what, from, what are you, he's, French he's, or yeah, Canadian? He's from a lot of places. <laughs> Talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. That sting's gonna go in there. <laughs> they're 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 not fucking Japan. Those lots of places, regardless of how yeah. how familiar okay, he is with okay. a katana. You know, yeah, yeah. His yeah. Spanish katana <laughs> skills do not turn him into you know <laughs> um, indigenous Japanese man. Now, pendejo, shall we see what sort of swordsman you've become? Also, Guile is supposed to be from San Francisco, and they casted Jean-Claude Van Damme, who's clearly, like, Belgian. It's, you couldn't, you basically couldn't piss me off more with the way they made that movie. Like, I, they, they should have just gone, they should have just gone all the way and made it a romance starring all little people or something. Like, it it would, (laughs) it would have made more sense if they just if they just totally made it not even in the vicinity you know if it was just if it was like an elimination yeah an elimination um like the bachelor style show of little people just in street fighter cosplay it would i would be like well yeah. I, i'll watch that you know like horny lady uh, 3 foot 6 blanca like with like you know drinking martinis in the in the in the six person hot tub <laughs> and trying to decide all right all right all right, all right. so back to the, I feel very uh, strongly about the Street Fighter thing. movie no that's it fine is... that's we all did we all did but the but I want to get back to Blanca and Dan the character Dan now it. In the, uh, sorry to bring up the movie again, but in the movie he is Dan. Oh, I didn't know that because I never paid attention to the movie. So yeah, yeah, they really. I thought that maybe would would uh, piss you off a little more. Yeah, in the movie he is Dan and becomes Blanca, whereas uh, in the game, Dan is just one of the fighters that helps him out. Yeah, Dan like saves Blanca from being w- w-, w y l d from being such a wild stallion. 
Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> also, here's the thing. I, here's something I don't understand. If you're if okay, if you're a wild jungle man, <laughs> if you're a wild jungle man who survives on like mushrooms and apparently like algae or some shit. First of yeah. all, first of all, there's no way in fuck you get that muscle mass, but whatever. Set, but secondly, yeah. you're civilized enough to arrange international street fights with the sloppy fishermen men who come and like bet on them down at the docks, right? Yeah. How are you not then civilized enough to be like, hey, I'm from someplace. Can somebody call my mom? Collect. Right, like yeah, where yeah. you where, because like <laughs> how do you know that if you lost a child or a teenager whose plane went down ten years ago in over Brazil, how are you gonna yeah. make the connection that this giant fanged green and orange gorilla beast is that child? Like ten to fifteen yeah. years later, like oh, <laughs> that's my Jimmy. I could, I would yeah, recognize that well, long orange it, mane growing on his giant forearms anywhere. Now, now listen, he had an ankle bracelet. Uh huh. That his mother because he was on, he was on he was on juvenile parole. He was on juvenile parole. He had a big ankle bracelet that said Jimmy yeah, on it. Yeah, he'd been downloading too much Metallica <laughs> from Napster. <laughs> it was oh, he had an ankle bracelet so that Lars Ulrich could keep track of him at all times. Anyone else with a comment? Did you see eventually, so back on track to the games in their chronological <laughs> uh-huh. He he was eventually replaced by a fighter named Laura. Really? I do not. Yeah. I, I call myself but a Street Fighter head, and in, I'm missing some of this. Well, that's Street Fighter Five. Okay. But in the age of DLCs, there was a monkey, <laughs> and it was Blanca. And on. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna drop the link to it in resources, or the vi- well, something's gonna show aye, up aye. in resources. Um, I hate aye. this version. It's the VidCap. Oh, this, that's the movie game. The, the VidCap version. So that is the yeah. portrayal. I hate it so much. Well, that's that's the the Mortal Kombat um, picture capture version from the movie. Yes, of Street Fighter Two, which is which is like Mortal Kombat because. First of all, it's picture capture, and second of all, you know the smooth controls of Street Fighter Two, where it goes <laughs> uh-huh. like a roll yeah. on the controller. Yeah. Well, Mortal Kombat is surgical with yeah, down it's you're, you're kind of doing math. You're left, left, yeah. down, up, you know, a block. You're, yeah, where Street Fighter is like twist, right. bend, read in the wind, and Mortal Kombat is here. That's now. the truly essential thing <laughs> that makes me a Street Fighter head. Separate from the way it looks, yeah. separate from anything else, is that you are kind of doing, you're not doing a, like a karate kid kata of this, then that, then that, then this. But you can yeah. kind of like, you know, on one end is button mashing, on the other end is surgery. And then closer yeah. to button mashing is what I feel like I was naturally good at, which is kind of freestyling. Because like I have a little yeah. bit of a sense of how yes. this goes. And the, the the basic combinations make sense to me, and it feels like it feels right, and I can put it together. Whereas Mortal Kombat feels well, like yeah. I, oh, I missed a piece, and now it's all fucked up. 
I would say that uh, Street Fighter is like surfing, where Mortal Kombat is like um, working in a factory. <laughs> yeah, kind of in a way because you're you're the the yeah. you know there's a train of movement going by, represented by yeah. your the train of your movement and the train of your opponent's movement, and there yeah. uh, when because it, it's all combo sets. And if you yeah. have a five-piece move and you miss piece two or three or four, the whole shit is is just fucking, like, wrecked. And it, it bothers yeah. me so much. God, it bothers me that so much of the character <laughs> is named Carlos Blanca. That also bothers me in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. yeah. Um, played by yeah. Robert Mamone, or I don't know how I would say it. I don't even know. Does, does he fight in the movie? I, we got to stop talking about the movie because I hate it so much. I don't know. He. I think he just gets captured and transformed. Okay, okay, okay. But I'll bring, like, the chunk of uh, interesting stuff, which is the um, game producer and composer uh, Yoshi Noriono. Okay. Did you, in your research, come across this individual? No, because I, I kind of did a, a history of the character, and then I didn't go farther. So, yeah. no. Okay. Well, um, Yoshinori Ono is pretty much like the Blanca person. Blanca is his favorite character. In, in Street Fighter V, there's a plot line where Blanca is selling little dolls called Blanca-chan. Okay. And they're just tiny little dolls of himself. Um, and that's a reference to this producer who carries around a little Blanca doll. Okay. And if you look at pictures for him, it's in, like, all of his pictures. It's just him posing with a oh, little yeah, Blanca Oh, yeah, I know. The, I know the, he's you, even actually, you know what? Blanca. No, I did see an interview of him talking. Yeah, and they're these weird little, like, yeah. Blanca Goombas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, and he he got it in a happy meal um from the Philippines at some weird restaurant. The um what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Oh, Jollibee's. Oh, yeah. From Jollibee? Yeah, I well, I've yeah. been to Jollibee because yeah. Jollibee has um an X number of locations in Los Angeles specifically. Um yeah. and it is fucking nuts because if you <laughs> if you Burger Kingify the cuisine of the Philippines, it is gonzo. So like a you know they have made it to to fit the American understanding of fast food. So you've got a series of combo meals, right? This comes with a soda and yeah. an entree and a side, right? But your soda and your entree yeah. and your side are going to be like cheeseburger, spaghetti, and tea, right? <laughs> Like, and you're like, that, really? Yep, nope, that's Jollibee, because the Philippines, it, it, um, in terms of history and cuisine, is it this, like, incredibly fascinating crossroads of colonialism and ancient culture, where they're, they're always yeah. getting, you know, you go a few decades and then they get occupied by somebody else, and then, you know, they're occupied by the Japanese, yeah. occupied by the U.S., so that they have been remixing their national and ethnic cuisine with the whole world in such an amazing way for so long that the Jollibee, if you ever see a Jollibee, eat there. I don't know if you'll like the food, but it is the most bizarre 
um, fast food fast food place that you can go in like the English speaking world. It is fucking amazing. I'm actually going to make sure I go to Jollibee when I go back to 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 L.A. I took it for granted when I was there because it was just like one of those weird things. It seems normal. Yeah, if the Philippines are nuts. So the blanket toy was from a Jollibee? Because that's... Yeah, the blanket toy that he carries around is from a Jollibee's. Yeah. It was from a Happy Meal. And he carried it around for like 12 years. Um, so there was a convention in Paris and... He forgot his blanket doll and showed uh-huh. up. And people in line to see him, as soon as they found out didn't have the blanket doll, like started to leave the <laughs> line. And, like didn't care anymore. Didn't want to see him. Didn't want to have anything to do with it. They were so mad. And Capcom's PR like yelled at him <laughs> and almost fired him because he forgot his little blanket doll. And like it's not it wasn't in his contract <laughs> or anything, but <laughs> Which is probably why he still has a job. But he's been sure to carry the blanket doll ever since Paris. <laughs> uh, well, you know, some lessons you got to learn the whole hard way. Like, never forget the blanket doll. Yeah, there doll. was a lot of meat to Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Things that we know about Blanca. Like, one, he's electrical. He's got the, zap- he's got the zappy power. Yeah. He... he- he boogie does. Boogie. He does the. He does the the uppy and the forward rolly power. Um, I forget what it's called. The barrel roll yeah, or whatever. Which is capoeira. 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 Um, yeah, because they. Well, oh yeah, this is another story. They were going to give him the fighting style of Wild Man, oh, and that he's unpredictable and everything. Okay. But since he's from Brazil, and the game is about street fighting with specific types of fighting styles from yeah. locations okay. they saw that brazil has one yeah of those it for sure does called capoeira i, can, I would hmm. and so they changed yeah. it to, to capoeira say, and changed his animation yeah. so that he flips backwards to kick and i will all say that, that his leg sweep and his open palm slap actually do look like capoeira but the rest of it i don't i don't yeah, see it is, yeah and but then well, that's because they changed right. it up to. But then, like secondly, it. why? I mean, I think it's good that they would include the like global diversity of the fighting styles. But if he's in the fucking jungle, how does he know capoeira? Yeah, where is he gonna learn? Which is capoeira? like an, an extremely <laughs> formal, like quasi dance style. You know, it's like it's, it's hidden as a yeah. dance, but whatever. But let me ask you this: you, if the green skin throws you off, but is he a ginger? Because oh, no, because his because his hair is because orange. If, if his skin is green, well, it, by I think by uh, deduction, if you reverse that, it would be like blue. What? Like what, if, how do you if mean? he if his color was changed because well, if his color was changed from his natural color um, from eating jungle, okay. Then his hair would be blue, wouldn't it? I, I mean, if you're saying if everything was backwards, I, I'm, I don't think that the yeah. implication is. But eating jungle makes you makes your colors complementary, like that he was originally that because his skin was his skin wasn't originally <laughs> red and his hair and his hair blue, well, which would see. be complementary. I think the idea is that his skin the, uh, was the results for. The search results for Blanca negative exposure picture is a bunch of like memer <laughs> stuff. Well, where is his mom from? Because if his name is Jimmy, he's probably not originally Brazilian. 
I think his mom was Japanese. Okay. So, um, you know, you you extrapolate what fucking colors that person would be. So, I mean, no, he's not a ginger because he's not he didn't go into the forest Ron Weasley color and and come out looking like a fucking happy meal toy. So, you're not a ginger. Okay. Well, he dodged he really dodged a um dodged a soul eliminating bullet there. So, that's good. Wait a second. I, I think we have to debate whether or not um, – because exactly what makes you a monster because – Okay, it, here's, here's what I'm going to – here's what I'm going to argue with that making Blanca a monster is Street Fighter 2 has a story, right? Yeah. Did you pay attention or play the game for the story at all? Very little. Yeah, so you learned it – you learned what Street Fighter 2 was through the gameplay mechanics and Definitely. the action combat. Absolutely. The action combat has him doing shit like shooting lightning, biting faces, spinning in midair to attack people, and like using his massive muscle mass and uh, big lion hair to defeat humans. Within the yeah, within the nomenclature of wrestling, he's he's a, he's totally a heel. Yeah. And a, and a heavy. He's he's a dark. Yeah. He's he's meant to be the scariest character on screen. Yeah. And at well, monster. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here's my right. Well, you're they're specifically going for something inhuman in terms of depicting him. But also yeah. here's here's the my um my logical concern here is we when we originally discussed okay that leatherface is not a monster because leatherface is just a dude right yeah okay yeah, yeah. so you you can be malevolent and dangerous and just be a dude and you're not a monster yeah but conversely i think you could be um um you could you could be a metahuman and nice right like if you're yeah. like if you're a suit, you know, Superman is not a monster because Superman is a cool thumbs up hero, right? But if you, yeah. but presumably you, you could probably say that, like, um, who's the, but at the, what cost, Clark? <laughs> right. <laughs> Where you could say alternate, why can I not think of the name of the backward Superman bad guy? Bizarro. Bizarro. You, you could say that Bizarro Jeez. is a monster, right? Um, because he's dangerous, he's metahuman, he's bizarro, and he means he means harm, right? He's a he's a baddie on he means some bizarre level. Bizarre things, yes, <laughs> yes, right. And that's a that's a be bizarro. But alternatively, a hurricane is not a monster. It's it's in a, hur a hurricane or a tornado is inhuman, and it's I dangerous. Summoned Hurricane with a face is a monster. It's a bad guy. The thing in Tron is a monster. Oh, uh, interesting. Because I think we have to yeah. say that you have to have some intentionality about doing um, doing some harm in order to actually yeah. be a monster. And even if that intentionality to do harm is well, created by your like larger scale victimization, uh, a la yeah. Blanca... It you know he's scary in the context because he's dangerous in the context of that medium with it, of inside of that property he is the monster right I don't think yeah. you have to be like trying to take over the world and you know yeah. like petting your 
petting your white cat and launching nuclear missiles from, you know, from your Dr. Claw chair, I think you can just be a, a scary, a, a scary green man from the jungle as long as something about your context turns you into the heel and the heavy. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're going to have to keep having this debate because I the, just on a gut check level, Blank is a monster. He's not a human. Blank is a monster. He's yeah. scary as fuck. And within the context of the Street Fighter world, he's a baddie until you walk down the the narrative story that they do with him, like on the, the Japanese. Yeah, until you win with him. Well, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> until you go down that. Yeah. Until you go down that like meandering 16 bit silhouette of the story and, oh, I'm going to get to go home and, you know, eat ramen and and and, you know, help. Ken on the TV show and, you know, make friends with little girls. I'm like, well, that, you know, okay, that guy's not a monster. But the thing that you get from the property is that's a fucking monster. And I think that I think that's totally true. Hi there. My name is Douglas Rassensberger, and I'm a CEO and founder of Douglas's Cutlasses. Have you ever found yourself in this situation? You've just gotten home from a long day of spurring growth at your small but thriving business. You're just trying to slice some quality deli meats and cheeses for a relaxing snack, and suddenly there's a mysterious intruder rummaging through your garbage outside. What's a domestic disruptor to do when you get in a pickle like this? Pull out your handy-dandy, short-handled, half-guarded navel sword, that's what. Here at Douglas's Colors, we've got every possible colors for every conceivable scenario. Are you an aspiring or current CEO of a Fortune 500 company? I've got a cutlass for that. A middle school teacher struggling to maintain discipline in the classroom? I've got a cutlass for that. Looking to add a little flair to drab dinner parties? I've got a cutlass for that. Some people say to me, but Douglas, I'm not a pirate, privateer, or sailor. What do I need with a battle quality 27 inch half guard naval sword? I'm so glad you asked. Here at Douglas's Cutlasses, our research shows that the vast majority of conflicts, both business and personal, can be positively affected by the introduction of a modest, well-crafted naval sword. So let's get swashbuckling. No matter what's your problem, an easy-to-wield Iron Forge Cutlass is probably the solution. So once again, I'm Douglas Raffensperger of Douglas's Cutlasses. Come get stabby with me. Please go to paypal.me slash oopsallmonsters and make a payment there. And that's oops with two O's. Again, that link is paypal.me slash oopsallmonsters. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna drive completely uh, off the road here and tell you that in preparation for this, I also watched Walk Like a Man. <laughs> because it's about a wild man. Uh-huh. And <laughs> what did you learn other than that Howie Mandel is an incredibly talented human Canadian man? Um, wild men aren't necessarily monsters. <laughs> well, Blanca well, is. Well, no, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and wild men are not. Because the worst that um, Howie Mandel did was turn, like, sexual assault into a PG-13 uh, kind of comedy. Well, he just kind of like hum- where he just kind of humps people like a dog, though, he, right? He didn't even do that, though. Howie Mandel is so talented that it was like Dennis would say the implication. <laughs> um, he just kind of he just kind of like roughed around near them, 
didn't uh, even move his pelvis at all. He huh. roughed around near them, but you could tell that the joke was that the wild man is humping that person. Interesting. But his pelvis wasn't moving and he wasn't making any face and he wasn't like groping or anything. St strategic it, OCD yeah, theater was, man energy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I would put it. Yeah. He was <laughs> doing some type of uh, bizarre gymnastic that made it a PG-13 wink joke to adults while kids could watch Howie Mandel, their favorite person, like their favorite surgical glove-headed man. <laughs> yeah, um, Howie Mandel, bark, hero bark to children church. everywhere, yeah. Also, Cloris Leachman all throughout that movie keeps like holding a cat and calling everything pussy. <laughs> Cloris Leachman was a was a real dirt, dirty bird. Um, oh yeah, she was. Uh, I <laughs> you didn't catch it's, pussy. It's been, oh, now I remember that. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember anything. Any other person in it. Oh well, holy shit! Uh, you got to tell me how long we've been doing this episode because I have not been. Oh, um, you can't you can't go on without catching pussy. Oh, now it's, I remember. Um, I've been really, really? an hour and a minute. Okay, cool. <laughs> you win when you would buy Street Fighter Two for like Sega Genesis or whatever. It would show like in the manual in the little dossier. In the little dossier describing the characters would be like height, weight, yeah. blood type, you know, moves they could do. But like, who the fuck cares about like blood? I mean, it's like I, it's world building in a way that somebody thought about their blood type. But I had no idea that anywhere in the world assigned any personality traits to that. Yeah, it's it's an important thing in Japan. Ninety nine percent of people uh, know their blood type in Japan. Well, I guess when you have fewer phenotypical indicators of difference yeah. between people because you have such a homogenous ethnic group where like like nearly everybody fucking looks quote unquote japanese um i guess yeah. knowing you're you know whether you're an intj or an enfp or a you know typo positive or whatever the fuck um i yeah. guess would would be more relevant to some people so yeah i, I guess that i guess that makes sense i could yeah. i could be totally fucking gaslit into believing almost anything about the japanese that they're they're <laughs> like i you know it's a good it's a good area to lie about because i i love i love japanese culture to the extent that i am am properly well, aware of it but i I think that's why there's an entire American terrible culture around it is because it's so different and alien and fun. To, you learn about it your whole life because it's completely different. Have you ever seen the show on Netflix that's ported over from Japan called Midnight Cafe? Um, nah, it's a, I've seen it, it advertised. It is a it's a very mild to call it a drama would be. Like, it's like an anti-drama. It's like a drama where everybody's really nice because they're in Tokyo. And yeah, it, it's yeah. like the most calming <laughs> fucking show. It's had like two seasons that have come over here. And, you know, a number of the scenes always take place where these different characters run into, run into each other at this quote-unquote midnight cafe. It's like a diner that huh. this, um, well, that this guy runs in the middle of the night. And it is, 
it is really like the um, homemade ramen noodle soup of shows. I strongly recommend yeah. checking it out. It feels like <laughs> I, I just want all of Japanese culture to be like Midnight Cafe. It is so satisfying and wholesome <laughs> and pleasant. It's like you made this bean curd so delicious and delectable. Well, did you? Have you ever seen the Brittany Murphy movie Ramen Girl? <laughs> no. I oh, can't. It's, I it's can't even. So, I would call it the PG movie. It's just embodies PG. It's. <laughs> okay. I mean, you don't always have to be it, like. It's so very nice. It seems like it was made for television. It's a really nice movie. And it's. <laughs> I like some nice movies, you know? I know, I know. I'm just laughing that that's. I stuff like, exists. you know, Princess Mononoke and Totoro. All of my time wondering what type of monsters could rip apart a human and how. Yeah, you don't always have to be like, you know, like, uh, like butt fucking a robot alien with a Gatlin gun in order for it to be a fun movie. And <laughs> after jumping out of space. <laughs> yeah. Japan. Yeah, but before that, we have to ask is it, is it, is it? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it Bitchin' Van Art? Is it Bitchin' Van Art? Is it Bitchin' Van Art? They would put, you know what, Blank is so popular, he might be on a van by himself. I'm gonna Google this right now. Um, Blank? Yeah, he might already be Bitchin' Van Art. Blank is Googleable. Um, Blank is extraordinarily Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, his Funko Pop is so cute with the angry teeth. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, is it bitching Van Art? I'm going to say... Yeah. Shit, I'm... Yeah, there's a Van Art-specific art, but it's not on a van. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think he's bitching, but I don't think he's Van Art. No, he isn't. No. No, I'm looking at this uh, art made for a van. It doesn't look that great. Like, not impressed. Blanca is bitching, but he's just not Van Art. You know, he's not... Is incredibly goofy. You'd have to yeah. add him onto a dirt bike, you know, with like shades and stuff, right? Like it would just. Yeah. He's he's a little bit too wild. He's, he's, a, he's, a, ar, ar, ar. he's a wild stallion. All right. Is it? Is it? Is 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 it bitchin' van art? The segment on the show where we describe all the fucking goblins. Oh no. Oh no. What's this picture? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no why okay what are i oh no what is this image that i'm showing you it's like it's like uh something is going to go wrong <laughs> okay give There's me some too facts many regular things happening okay here are some facts <laughs> this is nick cave standing at what seems like uh, kind of a um, either either a ca an alleyway cafe in some Chinatown or actually in China <laughs> or Hong Kong or yeah right somewhere, somewhere that has uh, an outdoor it's cafe. definitely urban yeah an, an yeah, alleyway cafe because there's there's construction tarps in the background this might be Hong Kong yeah uh, or Chinatown I'm seeing kind like, of like uh, red China definitely. balls up in the up in the rafters I said Hong Kong I meant Chinatown in uh either San Francisco or so he's holding the hand he's holding the hand of a little girl in some type of princess tutu dress I don't know if it's a tutu or a dress I, it's or... a tutu uh, it's yeah it's some type of fantastical dress for little girl 
whatever, and there's a photobombing jackass in the background uh-huh. who's jumping out with his arms held out. He's got a drink in his hand. There also seems to be some type of, like, ghost okay. <laughs> um, behind the guy's hand that's like a real ghost. <laughs> Where are you seeing um, it? Oh, 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 oh! I think there's like a ghost. I think right the there. guy has yeah. like a hoodie or something in his hand, and it's reflecting. Oh, okay, I see. Refle- yeah, <laughs> it's a reflected hoodie thing. It's not a ghost. Okay, jeez. Okay, and Nick Cave is happy, interested in having this picture taken. Um, this jackass is way too happy. Something's gonna go wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I will. And it's going to be, since Nick Cave is involved, it's not going to be what you think. (laughs) I love that Nick Cave has (laughs) has really, he has really cultured a perfect, like, Mexican porn mustache vibe. Like, he's got got a real Ron Jeremy kind of facade during this era. You know what I mean? Wrong Jeremy's bad news now. <laughs> yeah, he was probably not he was probably not great. Uh, well, I I used to be on a street where I used to hang out with somebody who was on the same street as Ron Jeremy. Supposedly I was hanging out like with his neighbor for a few days. Wow. And you, well, they're after him now. Oh, is he I is he a pedo he's or something? Canceled. I mean, I know I, No, he's just a rapist. Yeah, I I was wondering if there was like he there was an update to that where he was like running guns to school children or something. I No, it's just um like a bunch of non-consensual claims which which oh, is like I, yeah, those, I don't I don't yeah, doubt that. Those at all. have to be First of all, that had to have happened. I I felt that we were getting a little bit unmoored in our goblin musings, so I I wanted to Lock us back down to our roots, and just get a just get a look at the uh, the original oh, yeah. the original Goblin King oh, himself. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even look at it with the Goblin aspect in mind. This is definitely a Goblin picture. All of them are goblins. <laughs> oh my god! All of them are goblins. This is proof that goblins exist. Look at this picture and think Goblin, and there it goes. You're saying that the little girl and the 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 heavy nerd in the back are also goblins, and the decoration and the lantern decorations and, and the chairs and the sunshine, and the, and all of it is a goblin. And the ghost, and the ghost. <laughs> I don't even know which thing you're laughing at now. Oh, now I'm feeling goblified. Now I'm feeling goblified. Goblified. And that brings us to the end of our time with you, dear reader. Until next time when we deliver you another batch of beasts, bullywugs, and bowls of flesh-eating dessert fluff. And would you kindly tell a friend, support us by throwing Oops All Monsters a five-star review on iTunes or anywhere that you're listening to it. Review it. It really does help. Share an episode on your favorite social media and hit up our Instagram for the images that go along with each episode, including these Nick Caves. Engage us on the Instagram. (laughs) Email us with your Gmails. Because we're at oopsallmonsters at gmail.com. Tell us your role-playing game stories. Suggest to us monsters. Monsters. Even monsters. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to toss a coin into the potion fund, hit us up with a one-shot contribution at paypal.me slash oopsallmonsters. Or 
Lastly, I have to thank my wonderful friend Katie for our incredible theme song. Her work as part of the duo The Darling Kathleen's can be found at The Darling Kathleen's on YouTube. I have to thank uh, Top Hat Gaming Man at YouTube for most of my blanket research. Yeah, valid. Yeah, if we really rely on somebody in particular other than, you know, like uh, book sources and the various wikis, it's, it's good to shout them out. Yeah, Top Hat Gaming Man had it all, and he was like the only video. Nice. Okay. Well, with that, <laughs> I have been Hess. And I have been Gavin. And we have been... Oops. Oh, Oops. Oh, oh, lightning oh, blasts. Oh, 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 green men of Brazil. Yes. <laughs> Capoeira. <laughs> <laughs> Pony. Oh, in. <laughs>